Well, hello, family, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the Word of God to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. I am Blend, and I certainly do count it a blessing and an honor to be your hostess on our podcast. So for the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at the book of Ruth. And you might be thinking to yourself, Old Testament, and I already know that story. Trust me, there are some nuggets here that I found that really paralleled some of the situations in my life, and I am excited to share some of those with you. To get started, press pause, grab your Bible, read Ruth 1, and then we'll dig in together. So I am hopeful that you read through Ruth chapter 1, and before we get into the study, I'd like to give you a little background on what's happening here. So this was a time that the Israelites were pretty disobedient. In fact, you'd have to go back to the book of Judges to see what was happening. Exactly. Uh, Judges chapter 17 verse 6 says, and there was no king in Israel, but everyone did what was right in their own eyes. So one of those consequences was that the land of Israel was experiencing a famine. So Elimelech and his wife Naomi and their two sons, Malon and Chilion, moved to the country of Moab. So let's talk about the Moabites, everybody, and what went on between them and the Israelites. A whole lot of things. So most recently in Judges chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, what you'll see there is that the Moabites oppressed the Israelites under the leadership of King Eglon. So that was the most recent issue on top of the fact that many years before that when the children of Israel were fleeing Egypt, Moab would not even feed them. And and the Moabites hired a prophet named Balaam to curse the children of Israel. Of course, that did not work. And you can find that account in Deuteronomy chapter 23, verses 3 through 5. So you can see that there was a lot of tension going on between these two sets of people. And in fact, verse 6 of chapter 23 in Deuteronomy lets us to know that the Lord said, you shall not seek their peace or prosperity in all your days forever. So God gave a direct command to stay away from the Moabites. So think about that, everybody. With all that history and that command from God, Elimelech still elected to move his family to Moab anyway. Yes, well, lest we're too hard on Elimelech, let's think about this and apply it in our own lives. How many times have we directly disobeyed God for something that we really needed? We just didn't trust that he would supply it, maybe out of curiosity or fear, desperation, or feeling like there's no other way out. Yes, yeah, so it does happen from time to time. We certainly do not want to practice that. And in recent conversation with one of my young people, uh, I led them to know that God would never tell you to do something bad in order to get something good. 
let's now take a look at our current situation and we are in Ruth chapter 1 verses 3 through 5. So after a space of time, Naomi's husband Elimelech passes away and her sons marry Moab natives Orpah and Ruth. After 10 years, the sons pass away, leaving Naomi, Ruth, and Orpah destitute widows. You may be thinking, okay, they were widows, and and why is that important? We've got to take a look back in biblical times. So at that time, and I know this happens today as well, we're going back to biblical times, men provided for their wives and families, and they did that well. Widowhood at that time is not like it is now. You know, here now, uh, there's life insurance available. Well, we should have it. And if you don't, please make that investment today. That's just a public service announcement. (laughs) And also, getting back to this, today, many women work outside the home so they can help or provide for themselves. In the ancient world, even when a husband passed away, and if a widow did work, she was often fleeced, neglected, and overlooked. God, in his infinite wisdom, set up a law at that time that said a widow must marry the next of kin on the deceased's husband's side of the family. But think about it. Who would be related to Elimelech in Moab? Remember, Elimelech had moved his family from Israel to Moab. So no relatives there, more than likely. And after so many years, what relative would be alive back home? How would Naomi even know that? On top of the fact that Orpah and Ruth, widows themselves, had no one to marry them. So this really left this trio in a desperate situation to be able to take care of themselves. So going to verse 6 in Ruth chapter 1, what Naomi decided to do is to go back to Israel. She had heard that the famine was over and she made an impassioned plea to her daughters-in-law to stay in Moab to get married again as she went on back home. She said she was too old to marry, too old to have any more children, and that even if she did, would Ruth and Orpah stay around until those children got grown? So she made this plea that just go on back home, go back to your families, go back to your mother and father, and and I am going back to Israel. And you'll find that account in verses 7 going on down to verse number 13. So what happens is, is that Orpah took Naomi's advice to stay in Moab and she went back to her family. Ruth, however, insisted on staying, cited that she would stay with Naomi worship her God, and be with her family until death. I want to pause right here and talk about relationships. So in verse number 14, Orpah kissed her mother-in-law and went back to her family. And I'm sure that Orpah loved her mother-in-law. Yet, despite knowing the laws, the situation, And what hardship would face her mother-in-law, Orpah still chose to leave Naomi to fend for herself. 
Well, everyone, this is a fantastic place for us to stop, reflect, and meditate on what the Lord has revealed in all of our hearts. And more importantly, this is a good time to talk to the Lord about what we can do to apply the word that he has taught us in our lives with his help. So we're going to part company to give us all a chance to do that. And the next time that we're together, if the Lord says the same, we will take a look at Ruth chapter 1 once again. We're going to start around verse number 16 and make our way to the end of the chapter and get ready for Ruth chapter 2. So I trust, Blaine encourages you family, that this was an awesome blessing for you as it was for me. Want to say thank you so much for stopping by and spending some time here on BlaineCouragesYou.com. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you and make his face to shine upon you. And until we meet again, stay on the wall.